0: Well, hey there. Welcome to the episode of Bill Selick Talks. My name is Bill Selick. This is me talking. So, this week, I am talking to you about the leader I'm becoming. And that sounds that sounds really cheesy, my goodness, as I'm saying this out loud. Um, but let me start with my leadership coaching. I am working with Amy Giles doing leadership coaching, which sounds really fancy. It basically means... Amy is an amazing coach, and uh, she asks me questions. And a lot of the work we've been doing have been around identifying my values and then seeing how those values are informing the leader I'm becoming. Uh, I really like the uh, John Ike podcast where he talks about kind of the the current state and the desired state. And a lot of how I'm thinking about um, these values is these are things, you know, the, the value is is really who you are, right? So if you take your values seriously, your values are you. Um, so I, I found that through working with Amy, when I'm feeling particularly like annoyed with something at work or I'm stuck on something at work, it's almost always, like almost every single time, my values are in conflict with this thing that I'm stuck with. So in a sentence, the values you have, is the answer to who am I? I'm going to give you two examples of these buckets of values. I call them buckets. Uh, if you know the movie Inside Out, it's kind of the personality islands. Uh, you know, so Riley had like Hockey Island and that was like an essential part of her of her personality. So if that helps you think about it, then awesome. Um, and so as I'm thinking about this as a leader, what are my values? And that's, that's taken, you know, Amy and I have been working since... August about this, which is amazing. And just quick aside, if you are in any sort of leadership position at a school, uh reach out to Amy. She's amazing. Her name is spelled A-I-M-E-E, like Amy Mann, but Amy Giles, G-I-L-E S. Uh cannot like recommend her enough. So, so amazing. As a human, as a coach, as a uh something else that's funny. Neither of those were funny. Something that was funny. I needed like a third thing that would have been funny as an ice cream connoisseur. Although I don't know that she particularly loves ice cream. Um, <laughs> not the point, uh, getting back. So there, there have been a couple things that, um, I have found have been really, really helpful for me. And the, the two buckets I'm going to share with you today. Um, one of them is called, I'm going to touch the microphone and it's not like this although I did just touch the microphone. Uh, that is one, and the other bucket is, a, I'm calling it a deep appreciation bucket. So the, I'm going to touch the microphone. goes back to doing uh, a Pecha Kucha, a picha Kucha, a Pecha Kucha, a time talk uh, at the NAIS annual conference, NAIS, National Association of Independent Schools. And so this format for the Pecha Kucha is 20 slides that auto-advance every 20 seconds. And when I, I've done this at NAS a handful of times, Q calls them Q booms, ISTI calls them ISTI ignites. They're all essentially the same thing. Sometimes you get to click, sometimes you don't, sometimes you have 15 seconds, sometimes you have 20 seconds, whatever permutation it is, it's one of those things that I have found is the hardest presentation to give because it is tightly regimented, particularly when they auto advance the slides. And so I work really hard to try and tell my story to match the timing. And so getting it like just right makes a big, big difference for me when I'm doing this type of talk. So at the NAS annual conference, first time I'm doing it, we rehearse. They need their slides like a month ahead of time, read out most of a script and we get notes. Like it's, it's a really complicated way to present. It's much, much easier just to do a full hour than to do these five minute presentations. So much easier we're all set. We have the lighting. We have like, here's the microphone stand. Here's the mic. You're going to come up. There's nothing to hold and click. I'm used to kind of holding a clicker and I'm used to holding a microphone and I had like nothing. This might go back to me playing guitar where like both hands had to hold a thing. Um, maybe like a security blanket, but also just like, I don't know what else to do with my hands unless they're holding a thing, hold a guitar, hold a microphone. Uh, they were very clear though do not touch that microphone. Like I, I kind of want to, I think they wanted uh, some people hold it too far away. So like you have to stand here. So the distance, to the mic was the same. It was also being recorded and live streamed um, within the conference center. And so they didn't want people like walking in and out of frame or getting closer and then farther away from the microphone and having this happen as you're hearing a live stream that the audio is just horrible and the video is off. Um, so for that reason, they said, do not touch the microphone. And I listened and it, it was a straight stand so that, you know, just from the ground straight up. And so to get close enough, like I had to kind of stand strangely with my feet, like two feet apart from each other <laughs> two feet apart <laughs> and, uh, and just kind of talked, but didn't hold anything. And they're like, don't touch the mic. And so I just kind of talked and it was incredibly distracting, you know, like I The crowd I'm used to, even the lights I'm mostly used to, but the, the standing with my feet wide apart, not touching anything was strange. Like it really threw me for a loop and it was not, it was not my finest presentations, uh, presentation singular, just not, not good. Um, that was a while ago. That was maybe 2015 or 16. So, you know, at least five years ago and still, still kind of sticks with me. I did not knock it out of the park couple of years later, did another pachakacha pachacucha, pichakucha. And this time, <laughs> same person, Eddie was, uh, was kind of hosting and emceeing, walked her through, don't touch the mic. Sound guy was there. He like, don't touch the mic. We had to rehearse. And so I knew what I had to do. I was like, looked at the sound guy, looked at Eddie and I said, I'm going to touch the microphone. And I did. And everything kept going. The world continues to spin and rotate and move through space. By the way, the sun also is moving through space. So it's not like the sun is static and we're going around it. We're going around it and the sun is also going through space. It's very interesting if you've ever seen that graphic. Not the point. The point was, it was fine. Uh, I knew that I needed to hold the mic at a certain distance away and keep that consistent. They were also recording these presentations. So I knew I couldn't like walk off the stage or go to the edge. I needed to kind of stay put. Um, So I knew all of that. Checked in with the sound guy, checked in with the video people, made sure all was well. Um, And it was a great presentation. It went really smoothly. I felt so much more comfortable, so much more confident. Um, and when I feel both of those, I know that I am communicating more effectively. And so, this bucket of uh, of it's basically just advocating for myself, but it's also like I'm trying to like picture it in my body, like in my lungs, like it feels like tight, like I'm wearing like a vest that got it's too tight for like a costume or something. You like that, that like that feeling whenever I get like that feeling, I'm like, ah, this is, I'm going to touch the microphone moment, isn't it? Yes, it is. And then I will say like, this is the thing I need. And so I'm noticing that this is like a significant part of who I am, which means it's a significant bucket or like Island. If we're doing the inside out thing, um, it's, it's a big part of me. And what I'm learning with Amy through this leadership coaching is that when my behaviors are in alignment with these values, like things are rocking. It's when, <laughs> when I have this value that's in conflict with um, a situation at our school, at work, that it's just like not in alignment and as those things that just like really like Stick with me, you know, and like cooking dinner is like, oh, this thing at work. Um, that's for me when I'm not in alignment with those values. So when I choose not to touch the microphone, not just a physical microphone like this, but <laughs> you know, just all those, whatever it may be, the microphone. Uh, we had a senior leadership retreat. This is one example for you. Last Friday, um, we had lunch and then we were going to have a meeting. You know, I I asked, you know, where's it going to be? And it was going to be, you know, we'll eat outside and then meetings mostly inside. And so I was like, you know, I would love for us to spend as much time as possible outside. Um, I'd be more comfortable. I would feel safer. Um, Thanks for considering. Basically, it wasn't nearly as awkward as it is right now as I'm talking to you into a microphone. Um, And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, like we'll have windows open. Uh, And sure enough, on Friday, what did we do? We were outside the entire time. Um, I think it was safer for our team. I felt much safer. I felt much more comfortable. Um, the weather was also perfect. Like, could not be a better day. It was like 67 degrees outside. We're in the shade. It's just like perfect weather. Um, yay, California, by the way. And so that, for me, that was an example of like, there's this thing. It was like, oh, we have a, we have a really long meeting. We're going to be eating. This is an, I'm going to touch the microphone moment. Um, and you know, that's showing up in in all kinds of ways. It's not just me kind of advocating for myself, but noticing when there's a thing and then choosing to step into kind of that, that leadership moment. Um, one other one I said I wanted to share with you is deep appreciation. (laughs) I still remember, uh, one of my wife's best friends was talking about, um, I think it was like county fair food. And, you know, like people like, oh, like the deep fried Snickers and the whatever. Um, And she was talking about deep fried zucchini, I think. I feel like that's what it was. And I'd never heard of deep fried zucchini. I've heard of zucchini tempura, which is amazing. And the way she kind of described it and they like, they had some sort of like spice on it or something. Uh, I was so like blown away that that would be a thing so excited like wow like that is that is so cool like i want to try that one day i've never heard of anything quite like this um and she had never seen anyone kind of react um that that uh profoundly to something so simple that for i think it was like the way i remember the story from you know 15 20 15 years ago um it was like she, for like a year, she thought I was just like this sarcastic jerk, uh, which 15 year old, go 15 year old, no 15 year ago, Bill, um, was definitely more sarcastic than I am now. So I, that's a fair assumption, but <laughs> it was just like, no, I just, I like, I deeply appreciate these things. I can still picture actually the perfect bite of food. Um. I was hanging out with a handful of people in Philadelphia at a conference and it was a piece of cauliflower, a piece of all the things, a piece of cauliflower, just like perfectly roasted, perfectly cooked, had some, like the lightest bit of like seasoning or like some sauce on it. Um, and I wasn't expecting much. It was an appetizer. It was cauliflower popped up my mouth and my goodness, like (sighs) that bite, that bite of cauliflower was, was like the best bite. Of my life. Uh, and sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I do. I'm not going to lie. Um, well, I, I guess I do lie sometimes. But I'm not going to lie about the perfect bite of food. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> we all have standards, right? Uh, but just the, the idea of. Like deeply. Like really appreciating. Like noticing a thing. And just like. I remember like at the table too. I was like hang on. Just we need everybody just to like. Have this moment like this, this bite of food was extraordinary. Can we all just kind of pause and like appreciate this bite of food? Uh, and everyone's like, sure, sure we can. Um, and that's just, that's a thing. That's a thing that I do for sure. Uh, and I, I'm noticing that I can lean into that and not in like a silly, like tempura or fried food County fairway. Um, also not just, perfect bite of food or a really good bite of food you know like when you kind of picture what the bite's going to be and you take a bite and you're like oh there it is yeah that's it uh you know to, to share those moments and not um not be embarrassed by them not kind of keep them to myself but uh but i'm actually noticing that that is a way to to celebrate things in our school community and so a moment from that it's actually the same thing with our uh, senior leadership retreat uh, we were in a building and we're talking, I was in downtown San Jose and, uh, you know, I just shared with the team at the end of our day together, at the end of our retreat, you know, like that was a moment, you know, that was like a special time, you know, being like in the same place at the same time. Um, it was really exciting it was like such a simple thing to be like, well, if Guess. yes bill that's what meetings are is people being at the same place at the same time but just to like share a moment particularly one that's not completely normal actually you know being downtown um not in just our normal meeting room and thinking through you know like i'll well, take a moment just just appreciate that because that's yeah like there's something there um and there's more to that story later on i'm not going to share that right now but that was kind of the the first half of it, but just sharing that and then, you know, sharing that with the team and them going like, yeah, like we were all the same place at the same time as leaders of the school. And that's like, that was a thing, you know, and it can be just as simple as like this is really good cauliflower uh, and just, you know, like reminding people that there are moments that we can like really appreciate. So that's like that for me, that's, that's a big, big part of who I am. And I'm learning as I go that these buckets kind of a personality, these values, these islands to grab the inside out, uh, way of visualizing it. Um, all of those things are helping me be able to name what's important to me as a value. And then again, I'm going to, you the outro music as i give this little ending for you love what john Ike shares about you know like your current state and your desired state and so ooh, just hit the boom mic i meant that yeah i did the idea of what the desired state is and really using those values to drive what that becoming state what that desired state is going to be so yeah that's what i've been thinking about lately thanks for hanging out My name is Bill Selleck. This has been me talking.